Welcome to the HP Wide Format Print Lab, Graphic Designer Edition. This is your hub for innovation in large format print technology, where you can find meaningful print solution interviews, useful tips and strategies to streamline and increase your productivity for your print business and your customers. Let's get started with this print journey and see how big ideas and big prints come to life with an HP DesignJet printer. Now here are your hosts, the HP print experts, Mindy Fink and Eddie Anderson. Welcome back to our HP Wide Format Print Lab. I am your host, Mindy Fink. Today we will discuss the HP Ink technology with our Inkologist, Tom Brown. We will discuss using HP Ink and how it allows you to get the most out of your printing experience, not only print quality, but also reliability and print head life. We will discuss the continuous innovation in HP's ink supplies for the environment, Today we have HP eco-friendly ink cartridges and HP is always continuing to drive new initiatives for recycling. But first, let's say hello to our famous HP expert, Eddie Anderson. Hey Eddie, I'm looking forward to hearing all about the HP ink technology with you and Tom. How are you? Oh, thanks Mindy. Uh, thanks for so much for doing this and I'm great and thanks for asking for that. Uh, today I am really excited because it's a very interesting subject that I've had to dealt with personally for many years when I was doing HP phone tech support for customers, like what inks to use for what applications, you know, and uh, to help us better understand the benefits of HP inks and the hurdles it takes to make the perfect ink, we have our own HP ink specialist, Tom Brown. Uh, Tom, thank you so much for hanging out with us today, and, and please tell us a bit about yourself. Great. Thanks, guys, for having me here. Uh, well, you know, I started in the San Diego HP Labs many, many years ago, um, helping develop our photo papers for inkjet printers. And it was a super long time ago, by the way, but I can still remember the first time <laughs> we, were, we printed out what I would call, oh, that looks like a real photo on my, you know, desktop printer. It was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, from paper, of course, paper is nothing until it's printed on. So I started understanding the ink and paper interaction and studying the print permanence, right? How long will this photo last before it fades? And believe it or not, we were able actually to increase that permanence to about 100 years back with those earlier inkjets. By the way, today in large format, we've gone well beyond that. Um, and that lead me into, of course, looking at the ink and, and even testing uh, competitive inks and really trying to find out where HP's advantage is, mm-hmm. um, which kind of led me here where I'm in Barcelona now, I'm no longer in San Diego, and I'm supporting the large format team uh, for HP. So all large format, DesignJet, PageWide XL, Latex, uh, Stitch even, um, not only on the ink side, but also on the environmental sustainability side to help people truly understand some of the magic that's going on here. And let me tell you, it's a fascinating technology. Absolutely. Absolutely. So once HP was able to get ink on paper and make a near photographic print, why not call it good and stop there? Why does HP put so much effort into its ink? Well, I get that question all the time, right? Um, sometimes I'm referred to as the inkologist. I say, hey, Tom, what's your job? I work at HP, you know, helping develop some of the ink and stuff. Why does HP ink cost so much? And the quick answer is, it's not just colored not colored water, right? It's actually super high technology. Right. You know, and help us understand, you know, HP's take on this technology and why is it so complex? Well, essentially every print system has to begin somewhere. And some of that sometimes it begins with the actual ink designed. And the the bottom line is that it takes a huge amount of effort and investment. In fact, 
each ink formula you've seen come out from HP, and by the way, we've had about over 100 different ink formulas in the past 30 years. Every single one of those takes about three to five years and about a thousand prototypes to develop. And that's because it's not just about the color of the ink, which most people think of, right? But it's also about what is that ink designed for? You know, what type of applications? But then also, what's the chemical design of that ink? What's the physical design of that ink? What are the environmental and regulation parts of that ink? And what about even manufacturing reliability? And the bottom line is that that ink is involved with not just the final output of the print, but also with all the inner workings and the reliability of that printer and the printhead itself. And just to give you an example, guess how many patents HP has on the ink? I'm just talking about the ink liquid alone. How many patents? 500. 600? Higher. Higher. Oh, yeah. Um, 900. I mean, that's yeah. a lot of patents. Well, we'll stop there. Over 1,300 patents just on the oh, ink alone. wow. So you can wow. see how much effort's put into this. It's pretty amazing, actually. So why so much effort, though? Why does it have to be such high technology? Well, in the end, it's actually because it's working inside the super high technology printhead. Right. So, I mean, maybe all of us don't understand the, the daily workings of an inkjet printer. Um, but to me, after being HP for all these years, it still fascinates me even today. I mean, we're essentially defined physics to eject or jet that drop of ink out of these little tiny microscopic nozzles. And this is all done, by the way, with heat. So we call this thermal inkjet printing. And when HP invented this over 30 years ago, the idea was simply everybody's boiled some water at home, right? A pot of boiling water. What happens to that water right before it starts to boil? You see it move around, right? It has energy. Now, what if you were to take that pot of boiling water, but shrink it down to microscopic size? And instead of having just one pot of boiling water, you have thousands of little pots of boiling water inside your print head, essentially. And that's kind of what we're doing, right? We're taking this microscopic drop of ink and we're exposing it to a super hot, um, basically, oven, right, or stove. And in fact, that heat comes from uh, a silicon chip, right? So you all know, you know, when you're using your phone or your laptop, it starts to generate heat, right? When you really start doing some computing power. We use that heat to basically heat up the drop of ink. And what we do is we put a, a quick electrical force over the silicon chip for just like a, a microsecond. And that chip heats up to about 500 degrees or higher Fahrenheit. And it creates basically this micro explosion, right? That ink drop gets so hot, so quickly that it wants to escape. And we give it this little tiny escape route called a nozzle, right? So think about it at the mm -hmm. end of your, your hose, right? Your mm -hmm. patio hose. And when that, that nozzle, by the way, that was microscopic, it's about one third the width of your hair. And so, <laughs> right. right. And, and that little microscopic nozzle, then the ink drop leaves it and it leaves at about 30 miles per hour to reach the page. And by the way, we can fire that drop of ink in one nozzle at about up to 36,000 times per second. So then oh, imagine... Boy thousands of these nozzles all being able to fire up to 36,000 times per second. That's how you can deliver then, you know, like billions, I'm saying billions of drops of ink in just a few moments, right? To create that A A1 poster. Right, right. Just one poster. I mean, that's, that's crazy to think of that kind of math. Uh, I mean, I think zero to 60 in terms of a car, but <laughs> this is, this is beyond that. <laughs> and yeah. 
you know, and, and I love, I do, I love all, all these, um, the facts about, it cause it just kind of gives you an idea of the technology in there. And as a matter of fact, I was one in one of your classes and I remember, um, I remember some of those facts, but I also remember the margarita exercise, you know, <laughs> building the perfect margarita. And that's how I remember the ink bit of it. That was a really cool exercise. Well, sorry, Eddie, you had to sit through one of my inkology <laughs> classes. Uh, no, as you can see, I, I, I mean, thanks. Um, I mean, as you can see, right, It's it, they're kind of geeky in a way because we are learning about some super high technology stuff, right, about how that printhead works and how the ink is designed to work in that printhead. But um, the idea was really to make it in a re- relatable and memorable way. Um, and secretly, I learned how to make margaritas that work and get away with it, right, between you and me. Um, but no, it's, um, you know, it's a fun way to approach it, but it's very real and serious if you think about it. Uh, an ink formulation is essentially, at the end of the day, a recipe, right? And by the way, HP has over 100 different unique recipes, right? Remember I said we have 100 different formulations. Um, and each one of those recipes, you know, has to have the exact ingredient has to be in the exact amount and also has to be uh, manufactured in the exact you know way right the process and um, if it's different you're gonna have a different result and so I basically just brought this to like look I've, I grew up in San Diego lived all my life here until recently I learned how to make you know Tom's world famous margarita and I'm gonna teach the class how to do it right so you know up and up there you can imagine at hp you know in one of our uh one of our rooms here i have a bottle of tequila nice tequila i have some fresh limes some agave nectar which is what i use for the sweetener which is you know the same plant that tequila is made from so that matches the flavor profile and then on special days i'd also bring in um jalapeno cilantro and cucumber and then, you know, I muddle up those, those uh, jalapeno, cilantro, and cucumber, you know, make a nice little fresh but spicy um, little ingredient here. And then, of course, make the margarita to the proper ingredients and then share it with the class. And then for kicks, you know, I would say, okay, somebody please come up here. I just taught you how to make my world-famous margarita. You know, you saw the ingredients that I used, you know, go for it. Um, and then, of course, it was a it was a bait and switch, right? I would, I would switch it at the last moment just to kind of prove a fact like, look, if you all of a sudden have a different ingredient or maybe you're not measuring properly or maybe even you don't have the right um, tools to make it, it's going to turn out differently. And, of course, you know, I put some bad tequila in there maybe or take away the measuring cup or maybe remove the ice, whatever it is. And obviously, you know, every time the market was different. And every time I would ask, you know, which one would you rather drink, Tom's or the one you just tried to recreate? And they always chose mine, right? Um, because that was the ideal recipe for that. Oh, and yeah. So I remember those. Game, right? right. Oh, no. Yeah, I said, I remember those. Those were really good tequilas and, and really great <laughs> margaritas, I should say. <laughs> they were, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll that, have that, one here soon. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. See, you know your ink and you and you know your drinks, uh, guys. I, I I wish the listeners were able to be in one of those classes because that would definitely was uh, very memorable and one of the, one of the favorite parts of the class. Well, and learning about ink besides drinking, but <laughs> it, but and besides the margaritas, you know, we have many different platforms in wide format printing that we print on. We have the latex, we have PageWide, DesignJet. And, and like you're saying, they all do have different formulas of ink that are specialized for customers. And I know this on a high level, and I know you know why we have inks for you know these groups. But can you enlighten us with your deep knowledge on why HP does this? Well, yeah, and Tom, you know, with all this 
extra effort that goes into making each type of ink. Do you think the people actually appreciate the ink technology? <laughs> uh, well, I know I appreciate it every day, but you know we're kind of like you know in, in the line there to see it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I can answer that question by at the same time by ask, ask, uh, answering Eddie's question too. So um, it really comes down to why are there so many different inks that we have available? Well, the bottom line is that you can um, design or optimize an ink formulation to really excel into certain applications. And that's kind of what we've done. And if you look across the large format, HP large format portfolio, we have designed yet technical printers, the T-series, right? We have the photo printers, the Z-series. We have PageWide XL, Latex, and even Stitch. And each one of those has slightly different applications. Uh, customers are trying to print different things or maybe even care about different things. And this is where the appreciation comes in. And so, for example, on the T-series, all the inks that are in there, um, we call them HP Bright Office Ink. And this is because their main target is printing on plain papers. Because you know, you think about the segment, it's mainly you know, architect, engineer, construction type of people who are mostly printing on plain paper for every print they do. And that should be the you know, preferred medium, right? And so we design our inks to really excel on plain paper specifically for that task. And if you look at the naming of that bright office, the color-based inks um, are actually really honed in to create the brightest colors possible on plain paper. So there's no additional help of paper coding or anything like that. Um, and appreciation then comes right from, from someone in that field. They really want to communicate. That's their job, right? Think about an architect who has this brilliant plan, right? That they want to share. And this plan, they need to go talk to somebody, an engineer to make sure it can be built properly. And also a construction person to actually go do it. You want to make sure there's no miscommunication, right? Like is this shade of red line, you know, a water pipe and is this shade of red line uh, a gas pipe? You don't want to be mixing those types of things up, you know? And that's where the appreciation comes in. Um, and then, you know, moving into like the, the, the photo printers, the Z series. These are really targeting that professional photographer and fine art design. And so mainly they're printing on these, you know, specialty photo papers, which have a really nice special photo coding to them on a photo base or a digital fine art or rag paper, you know. And the idea then is that these things really excel in those aspects. And then they're really targeted to create what we call vivid photo, and that's what they're called, vivid photo inks to create that experience of if you are an artist, you have now the capability to go really vivid if that's what your creativity desires. But it also means, too, you can control it with the natural, right? So you don't blow it out if you don't want to. So you go for whatever artistic effect you want. And these really excel on that. And also, these things, by the way, going back to the permanence that I first started with you know, at HP many years ago, these vivid photo inks are actually the highest rated um, print permanence uh, by Wilhelm in the entire industry. And so for years, I was about on the Wilhelm one, you know, I, I remember telling everybody, hey, yeah, these have a permanence of up to 200 years. And I was pretty proud of that. Try more uh, now. Really? They're more than 200 years now? I So this is kind of new to me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something new with the newest version of the Vivid Photo Inks found in like the Z9 Plus printers. Uh -huh. uh, on, on HP Photo Papers, we're reaching over 250 years now of print really? permanence. 
Wow, yeah, pretty that's amazing. pretty good. That's now, pretty don't amazing. ask me how we measure that. We do have a time machine at HP, but I can't get into the details. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I can't uh, live pretty, that long. <laughs> pretty, well, we, of course, we have to do accelerated testing, right? Um, and it's a, quite amazing how we approach it. But yeah, the reality is, you know, you do this testing here, and um, we've been able to achieve this highest rating, right, in the entire industry with these new inks. Um, so you can see there's different types of inks, right, for different type of applications, same for page-wide Excel, same for LaTeX, same for Stitch, et cetera. And, and the one thing that they all have, by the way, unique, or I'm sorry, shared across all those, is um, that the ink, of course, is not only designed to excel in that application on that type of paper for that customer's interest, but it's also to ensure that those printers have you know the maximum printhead life that they can achieve or that the reliability is there because i don't know even me i don't want to have to be worrying is my printer going to work today or not and think about a photographer or an engineer they're definitely not going to want to think about is your printer going to work properly today or not they just want it to work period and get right. done especially on a deadline i mean that's right and these guys hit deadlines very close too so they they need that reliability yeah, and um, so that's what the original HP Inc. is designed to do, right? Make sure that it works reliably and maximize that printhead life of your printer. Right. I mean, there's a lot that goes on in just the inks. But, yeah, you know, once they've used the inks and we get to that, you know, the end of the ink cartridge, um, do we have things in place to help customers recycle these old printheads so they don't go to a landfill? Oh, yeah, certainly. And and let me tell you, this is um, one of the greatest things that, that I – think of working for HP is we do these things around um, designing for sustainable impact because it's part of our like culture and DNA, you know, and it, even if you go like historically back to HP, right, HP, one of the founders, actually the founder of Silicon Valley, we were doing mm -hmm. things back in the 60s, 1960s, you know, to encourage recycling. Like there used to be these paper punch cards that would work for computers. But, oh yeah, you know, they're basically the original hard drives, right? And right. you feed this little paper, but at least my grandpa told me about it. You <laughs> feed these cards into a computer, you know, and it'd tell the computer what to do. And of course, you know, someone at HP is like, why don't we recycle these paper cards? And bam, we started recycling. Um, and so things like that, we've been putting in place year after year after year. And, and actually HP is recognized today as one of the world's most sustainable companies, right? Year after year after year. And so for ink cartridges, Back in 1991, way before it was cool, 1991, HP started offering uh, an ink and toner cartridge recycling program. It's called HP Planet Partners, and I encourage all of our listeners to please, when that ink cartridge is empty and when that printhead needs to be replaced, please turn in your printheads and cartridges into the Planet Partners program. It's free of charge. There's nothing stopping you. And HP will collect this for free from you, take it back to the recycling facilities where the plastic that is collected is then reprocessed to make new HP in cartridges, which That's is really cool. Slick. So it's like it's a yeah. closed loop recycling system. Um, and not only that, so we've been doing that since 1991, right? I mean, uh, I think the numbers like over 4 billion ink cartridges, toner and cartridges now have been made with the recycled content. But oh, we wow. started at some point bringing in water bottles because uh, you know we found that we could actually start using that plastic from water bottles. So we're diverting water bottles from going to landfill. And then so more we recently- can, we, we can use the water bottles? I mean, those are recyclable. I, I always thought they weren't a recyclable yeah. product. 
No, the, the water bottles today, they're, they're using uh, the right type of plastic that can be recycled and then also oh. reused for other areas. Um, so yeah, no, it's great. We're diverting, wow. like, I think the number again is like 4 billion water bottles have been diverted from landfill that, H that HP has been using for our recycled programs. And then on top of that, more recently, in the past couple of years, we started collecting ocean-bound plastic. And we've actually now collected over 60 million water bottles that were finding their ways to waterways to be used oh, wow. for HP ink and toner cartridges now. So pretty cool. Fascinating. Well, yeah. So, I mean, we were recycling before recycling was cool. I mean, yeah. and on, on top of that, that program is now the number one printer supplies recycling program in the entire industry. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, that's just one of the things that makes me happy about working here at HP, you know, and yeah. I think it is so great that we have this full end to end ecosystem for purchase to, to recycle. Um, you know, and enjoying all the HP uh, reliability and the durability, and you know, for these finely tuned formulas that and formulas that we have specialized to fit a customer's many different needs from end to end as well. And given the opportunity to avoid throwing away these consumables into a landfill. Now, everybody, if you are listeners, if you're interested and you want to know more about the Planet Partners, just open your favorite browser and go to hp.com forward slash go forward slash recycle and everything's there from bulk recycling to just onesie twosies of recycling um tom thanks so much for hanging out with us today and showing us the real benefits of hp inks the reliability of them the longevity of them um and you know and and what we have available in our huge line of wide format printers and also you know this is uh, th these inks go for almost every kind of printer that we have to offer to customers and how using HP inks provides specialized solutions for our customers. And thanks again, Mindy, so much for another wonderful podcast and sharing real world experiences with our listeners. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Tom. Great information that you shared today. Thank you, Eddie, as always. To our listeners tuning in, we hope this podcast was helpful for you. Please join us for our next podcast where we will discuss who owns an HP design jet, what do they use it for. We will share a few unique and crazy stories about the diversity of companies who use design jets for their business. And if you're excited to learn more and can't wait, please check out our HP virtual booth at hpvirtualbooth.com. Thank you. Take care. Stay healthy. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the HP Wide Format Print Lab with Eddie and Mindy. If you liked this segment and want to know more, please check out the HP Virtual Booth at hpvirtualbooth.com or please reach out to 1-877-215-7428. If you're interested in scheduling a live demo on an amazing DesignJet printer, please reach out to your local reseller or HP rep. Your new HP DesignJet printer awaits. Upgrade today and get up to $1,500 cash back with our HP cash-in and trade-up promotion.